TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's 11.04. We're glad to have you. Happy Friday. Could see some showers later, but tomorrow dry, which is going to be great. It's a pool day tomorrow, Jamie. I'll be in Hutchinson, Kansas. Have fun with that. Have fun in Hutchinson. Actually, the worst thing would be if it rained on this particular family uh, reunion because it's all outside the whole weekend. So we don't want... It did last year. Pour down. We do this every year. It, It poured... All weekend. It it got to a point. I don't think we had tornadoes, but I know the power went out. We had like 60 Ooh. of us at my uncle's house and the power went out. I think if we had a family reunion, there'd be like 18 of us. And that'd be it. Do you have a big group? My mom's side of the My mom was one of eight kids. So oh, okay. there are, and then there are like 30 grandkids out of that. And then there are 20 great grand. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're a big, we're a healthy group Ooh, and, boy, and oh not everybody's going. So yeah. Are Hutchinson, they- Kansas this weekend. All Italian? No, this is mom's side. This is not the Italian oh, side. Oh, this is not the Italian side. You are going to meet my mother for the first time. We're having drinks on Monday. Monday. We're having yeah. cocktails on Monday. Because she always comes here first, does the seven hours from Chicago, spends the night with me, and then can, then we finish the drive together in the morning. Although it, this time I'm coming back Sunday. Is she in town right now? Not yet. She left at about 7.30 this morning. Okay. And the, she called me as soon as I, I was getting ready this morning. She calls me and she said, is it really? She did this drive last year. I just looked. Is it really 490 miles? <laughs> you do it every year. She didn't. I don't think. Because I told her she'd get it done in seven hours. She said, there's no way I'm going to get that done in seven hours. Well, yeah, you are. You're going to take interstate the whole way. It's, you're going to go 70 miles an hour the whole time. So you're going to be just fine. So in theory, I will beat her to my house. Maybe. Hopefully. Does she have the Monticelli lead foot? Um. It is possible that I inherited it, yes. <laughs> it is possible that was a genetic thing. So. Uh, we have a, a Twitter and text poll going on right now, and they're kind of mimicking each other right now. Uh, the question is, Dr. Pepper or root beer? And you can vote on Twitter at KMBZ Radio, or you can text in. Text the word pepper for Dr. Pepper or root for the root beer to 22980. Jamie, I'll hit refresh, and I will let you guess where we're at. Dr. Pepper's winning. On both. 60-40. on yeah, text. Whatever. It's close. And on Twitter, 57-43. So it is higher on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. That's where the youth of America lies. That's, That's old, where we're old at. people text, young people do Twitter. That's the theme of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the show earlier. It's just such a bad thing to That's say. That's what I said. That was me that said that. Not yes, me. That Not was me. yours truly. Yes. All right. Um... This next story is supposed to make me cry. Is that what the goal well, here is? Well, you cry pretty easily. So if this yeah. doesn't make you cry, then I, you're, you've become heartless on a Friday. Right? <laughs> because you cry at everything. So I do. Should, I'm, an, I'm an emotional man. This should stir you. Like, um, like the the show, um, this, is our, this Is Life, or This Is Us. This Is Us. This is us. Cried every episode but yep. one. There was one episode I did not cry in the first season. So the story came up at a Yahoo News that I will tell you here in a second. And then in response to knowing we were going to do the story, we got an email from a listener named Lori who told her own version of the story. And so we're asking you just because I think it's cute and it's Friday and we're having fun because it's been kind of a heavy week. Give me the creative ways of how you and your spouse or your girlfriend, boyfriend met. Like, I always think that's fun. Did you meet in a grocery store parking lot? Did you hit him with your car on accident and then you met and <laughs> fell in love? Aww. I just always think that stuff is, is I like those, those stories of fate, especially if you met 
once and then you lost track of each other and then you found each other again. I just think those stories are cool. So if you've got a good one, give us a call at 576-7798. Text in 2290 and it's on our Facebook page. Yes. All right, because it takes a little more than 140 characters or text messaging in. This will be difficult to text, yeah, yes. But, but if you can fit it into a text message, do it. But uh, give us a call if there's a good story how you and your, your spouse met. So here's the headline on this one out of Yahoo News. In preschool, he told his entire class he would marry her. 20 years later, he did. In preschool? In preschool. They are now a married couple. Their names are Laura and Matt, and they first met as kids in a preschool in Phoenix, where they would chase each other around the playground and stay up together during nap time. The story's very well written, by the way. In a post on the Instagram account, The Way We Met, which I probably need to follow, given that I like this topic, Matt (laughs) said one of his earliest childhood memories was of standing up in front of his class and declaring his love for his best friend. Laura, writing, I was enamored with Laura as a child, and I still am to this day. So he writes uh, again on Instagram, as kids, Laura taught me how to ride the swings, draw rolling hills, and the right way to properly eat string cheese. We have fond memories of playing hide-and-seek, chasing each other at the playground, and staying up during nap time. Eventually, we lost touch upon entering our elementary school days, and for the next seven years, our family's annual Christmas cards were the only way we ever saw each other's faces. It wasn't until high school that we reconnected by happenstance through a mutual friend. Within two weeks, we decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend. We continued to date throughout all of high school, even though we went to different schools. We even stuck together long distance while attending colleges in different states. We remained a couple until May 23rd, 2015, when I stayed true to my preschool pledge and I made Laura my wife. I proposed to her at the place it all began in our preschool classroom. So they are now married, and there are a ton of pictures up on this Yahoo story. Uh, Laura told the Huffington Post, I remember Matt being a total goofball. We did everything together. We would just have a blast together. Uh, Lion King was what all the kids were into back then, so we'd spend most of our time reciting lines from that movie on the playground. Uh, and she acted like maybe he was hotter for her. She she said, I was hesitant to go out with him, but he kind of wouldn't leave me alone. He just kept singing Lion King songs to her. Yeah, they just kept, they, he, they just kind of kept reconnecting. And so... Um, this is how the engagement, this is how the proposal went down. Mm-hmm. In May of 2015, Matt made good on his childhood promise when he popped the question to Laura at the preschool where they first met. She thought they were there for a picnic date to celebrate the end of their junior year in college. Uh, she, uh, Matt told Huffington, the Huffington Post, the whole car ride to the preschool, she kept asking me why I seemed so anxious. I kept checking my pocket, which she wasn't looking to make sure the ring was still there. I dropped down on one knee while my brother came in with the phone, snapping pictures. She was so- shocked. I gave her my pitch on why I wanted her to marry me, and she said yes. Aww. And the pictures are are cute because they've got, you know, 20-something years of pictures of them together. I'm going to cry. It's very sweet. It is. It's very it is. cool that they met that long ago and that he knew. Those are always fun stories when he knew in preschool and declared to everybody, I'm going to marry her, and he did. I don't know if you can top I was going to marry you in preschool like uh-huh. that's tough to top it's the earliest that, right. that you're going to be certain of that that's the leader in the clubhouse right now i think so uh do you have a good story how you and your wife met you and your husband met you and your your spouse met five seven six seven seven nine eight i don't no you <laughs> no. guys met at work yeah any other girlfriends that were good um god no 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 <laughs> i am so not creative when it comes to this lee and i met at work yeah. when she was working at another radio station in the same building up in wisconsin and then we just 
She wanted me to do her fantasy football help and her pick 'em picks. That was her. And, that was her opening line. And she thought I was gay for the first year or two that we knew each other. How did that conversation get cleared up? Um, or did it just? It, it just naturally. Kinda, it kinda naturally went, went there, in the in the said, heterosexual she direction. Said, <laughs> she said, "Oh, huh, guess oh, I was wrong. Oops." <laughs> All right, so coming up, I'll read you the letter that I got from a listener, Lori, that will also melt your heart about how she and her husband met, and we're getting your stories, too. Yeah, keep them coming in. 576-7798. We'll get to Sarah. we got some good ones on the Facebook page to get to as well. Uh, it's Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Got a good story how you met your spouse? Tell us next on 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ. It's the love hour here on Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Talking about a, uh, a young couple back in preschool. The boy said, I'm going to marry you one day. He announced it to his whole class. That's amazing. Three years old, announced it to the whole class, I'm going to marry Laura. <laughs> and 20-something years later, he takes her back to that preschool classroom where he announced it and proposes to her, and they got married. Yeah. I uh, Pretty cool. Pretty, it's tough to top. Yeah. So we're asking you, how uh, how did you meet your spouse? 576-7798. 576-7798. You can text in 22980. But... For those of you that are texting, stories can get kind of long, and they all come in at the same time. And it, yeah. Just give us a call. We, yeah. We'd love much to hear easier. it. Uh, go to Sarah right now in Warrensburg. Sarah, you're on 98.1 KMBZ. Welcome to the Love Hour, Sarah. Thank you. What's up? Um, I met my husband uh, in November of 2007. He was deployed, and I received this random message on MySpace, which kind of ages me. Yep. But, um, and it says, um, that, you know, dear Sarah, it's nice to, to see somebody from the town that I'm stationed in. Um, you know, I just want somebody to talk to, blah, 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 blah. Um, he was a very much a gentleman. And I received the message and I showed it to my friend and she's like, oh my God, he is such a stalker. Do not talk to him. You know, just delete the message. And then I got another one from him and then another one from him. And I started talking to him, and we we continued to talk until March the following year. He came home, and he said, you know, I'd like to meet you. Well, a little hesitant, because, again, didn't know this guy. And um, so I said, you know, I, work at a, I worked at a bar at the time. I said, you know, come to my work. I'll buy you dinner and a drink, you know. And I had all of my friends there, you know, so they could do the, the whole Check them out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, your, your friends have to be in the assessment here. Well, and it was a shrine club, so they were older, they were wiser, and I feel like they could really get, you know, get to know them. <laughs> and so when he showed up, um, I gave him a scale bag of pretzels and a beer, and then I made him a burnt pizza from our pizza oven at work. <laughs> and um, then afterwards, he's like, you know, are you going to buy me an actual meal? I was like, no, you got a burnt pizza and some stale pretzels. That's all I have to offer. <laughs> nice. And, um, but I didn't. I ended up taking him to the romantic place called Applebee's afterwards. Oh, you're a <laughs> yeah. charmer, Sarah. I am. I am. <laughs> but he was such a gentleman, and he ended up coming and, you know, coming to my work every night he could. And we've been together ever since. Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Now, 99% of the time, I'd say MySpace stalkers don't work out, but you're the 1%. No, it had to happen one time. <laughs> it was kind of scary because he showed me, you know, he showed me a picture. And like I said, my friend Jean, she's like, she's like, you know, he's one of those crazy guys. Don't don't talk to him. You know, you don't know who he is. So well, good, I'm glad I didn't listen. Good for you, Sarah. Thank you so much for the phone call. Take care. Oh, you 
need to sap up I, more. I love that story. <laughs> Some of the ones we're going to get to the, based on the call screener, yeah. or the call screen right now, are tremendous. Yeah. You got an email? I did. Real quick. Um, and I'll get through it as fast as I can. It's it's a little bit long. But Lori emailed me because we teased this for today. Yeah. And so she got a hold of my email, jamie at kmbz.com. Feel free if you've got uh, other ones that are better told long form. So my husband and I met in 2004. I was a junior in high school and had just moved to Kansas. I didn't have any friends. My mom and I were in the car driving home from the grocery store, and it was during the March of Dimes motorcycle ride. As we were driving, I saw a young guy in the corner holding up a sign for the bikers. He had long, curly, she says Jesus hair, <laughs> a, a pink bandana on, cut-off <laughs> jean shorts, no shirt, and a oh, fuzzy white vest. Looking smooth. The sign said, I love bikers and babies. She says, I immediately begged my mom to pull over. I thought he was the most beautiful guy I'd ever seen. Of course, my mom wouldn't pull over. Two weeks later, I started my first day of school. I walked into class and sat down not knowing a single person. Lo and behold, biker sign guy walks into the classroom and sits down as the TA, the teaching assistant. Turns out he was a senior and just two years older than me. Went home, told mom, love at first sight. Two weeks later, Dream Boy sits next to me in class and writes a note on a piece of paper. I just so happened to have left my earrings out that day, and the note said, you have beautiful ear holes. <laughs> They kissed once after school, mostly stayed good friends for six years. They lived in different parts of the country. In 2011, they reconnected. Now they've been married four years. Oh, Very cool. I like that. Yes. 576-7798. This is an interesting one we're going to go to. This is Kim in Blue Springs on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Kim. Hi. What's up? Um, I met my husband at... Um, I'm sorry. I get so emotional and I hate this. Um, I met my husband at um, Guitars and Cadillacs when it used to be on Westport in back in 90. Oh. And I actually picked him up at the bar. It's the first time I had ever been in a bar in my entire life. Wow. And I had been watching him all night and I kept telling my friend, oh, look at that guy. He's so hot. He's cute. And she's like, well, go talk to him. And I'm like, no, I can't. So she goes chasing him around the bar saying, hey, you, hey, you, stop. My friend thinks you're hot. And I pretended to talk on the phone because I was so nervous. And we've been together 26 years now. Um, oh, actually, wow. Kim, that's actually, wonderful. He proposed to me four months after that. Um, the funny thing is, I went home after being there and told my parents, who are very strict Christian parents, that I had met the man I was going to marry at a bar. And they were just... <laughs> 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 Yes, Kim, that's wonderful. Very Thank cool. you for sharing your story. Let me read you uh, two real fast yeah. from the text line. Uh, this one's not necessarily a great how they met, but I like I like the timeline. Okay, and you might not. Uh, I met my hubby on the internet nearly 16 years ago. I lived in Iowa. Met on the internet in April. Met him in person in May. Got married in the middle of July. So they got married two months after they connected online, three months after they connected online. All right. Uh, best thing I ever did. I was divorced and turning 40. He was a widower with seven kids oh, of man. his own. Man. At the time, two-year-old twins, four years, eight years, nine years, 15, and 17. Married 16 years now. Jeez. Wow. That's pretty impressive. That's love, yes. Let's go right back to the phones. Talk to Hank. Hank in South KC, you're on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Hank. Well, good afternoon. How did you meet your wife? I met Patty back right around the latter part of 69. I uh, Earlier in the year, I had just gotten home from Vietnam and couldn't find a job. I was living on the street. And one of the things you'd do, you'd go dumpster diving for you know for food or something you could find at, uh, to pawn or something like that to get money. 
And one of the evenings, I was down on Truman Road dumpster diving, and I went to jump in a dumpster, and I jumped on top of somebody and ended up being a girl who was dumpster diving herself. That was Patty. And we got to talking, and then we just started working together. And then after about six months, we we decided, well, let's stay together. We got married, and we had a street preacher, Marias. And uh, she got lucky, and she got a job as a waitress. And then I got, got connected with a fellow and got to work working in construction. And uh, we finally got things settled down, and we had a nice apartment, and we had two great children. We raised them, and uh, everything was great till about two years ago, and I lost Patty to the cancer. But mm. it all started out. You know, both of us were in the dumps. She had she she was a very smart woman. So you know, th- this that sounds, might I, be my favorite. That's so far. that sounds like a movie, mm-hmm. Hank. It, it really does, man. That's a great story. It 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 just went from rough to fabulous. That's all I can say. It was the greatest thing that I could have ever said. And we we were just just how we we met and we we developed a relationship, even though we were both in the downs at the time. We just got lucky. Yeah, that's so cool, Hank. Well, thank you for yeah. sharing your story, and thank you for fighting for us. Sorry for your loss, but Man. wow, you've 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 lived. That's that, great. I mean, I could see that being a Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you, you really could. Yeah. Met her dumpster diving. Mm-hmm. What a great story. Thanks, Hank. Uh, let's get to Mary in the Northland with another good one. Mary, you're on ninety-eight-one KMBZ. Hi. Hi, Mary. Make me follow Hank. Right? Uh, like, I started yes. welling up during Hank's That's story. That's what it took, was dumpster diving to get Wicked right? to cry. <laughs> yeah, good lord. But maybe you can do it, too. I, I know, I, I can't. Um, wipe away my tears. <laughs> I was out with a psychoic boyfriend of mine. He asked me if I wanted a drink. I said no. Happened to eyeball the bartender. And then I saw him. I said, yep, I want a drink. And uh, the rest is I went back with my best friend and we picked up the bartender. I picked up the bartender and I've been with him since 2001. Wow. Did, wow. Okay. Now you picked up the bartender while your boyfriend was with you or was he not your boyfriend at the time? Oh, no, no, no. He wasn't my boyfriend at the oh, time. Oh, psycho was, he was ex. boyfriend. Oh, okay. I'm like, wow. I was like, Mary, you didn't waste any time here. No, no, no. He was an ex at the time, but he said he was going to take me out. What, so I was taking him up on the opportunity to actually spend money on me. What uh, What bar? Um, it was at Argosy Casino. It was a bar that is no longer there. It's called the Eclipse. It was called the Eclipse. Oh, well, nice, classy. All right. Well, you you know what? You were the big winner at the casino that night. But I'm bummed. Hey. All right. Let me read a quick text. Thanks, from Mary. To Mark's news. Yep. Um, Somebody texted in 22980. I was at work one day and I was looking at my pay stub lamenting that I didn't have any dependents. I looked up and a young man was standing by my coworker's desk. She introduced him as her son. I said to him, will you marry me? I thought I would get a dependent that way. He said he would think about it. You know, text line. He said he would think about it. And the next night he called and asked me out and we've now been married 36 years. See? All, the, all, you, all you think in love is never going to happen to you. Listen to some of these stories. These are great. Good ones on Facebook we'll read as well. We'll get to Marla. We'll get to Merle. We'll get to Elvis. So I decided to put a uh, 
little spin on the love segment we're doing here by asking Jay to play this coming Trying back. not to cry. Is this the anti-crying music? I don't know. Hank's story's got me really good still, you know? Good. Uh, we are, uh, we're, we're talking about the way you met your spouse here on KMBZ. It's Just sap hour. It is. It's the love hour. It's because it's been a heavy few days, and right. why not? It's, and it's this, or we can get into repeal and replace. We could. We'd, why the hell would we? I don't we? really want to do that today. And it comes because I had seen the story out of Yahoo News about a couple that just recently got married that met when they were in preschool, Matt and Laura. And Matt was just enamored with Laura from the second they met in preschool. And he announced to his preschool class at three years old, I'm in love with her and I'm going to marry her. And 20-something years later, he does. He takes her back to that preschool classroom, proposes to her. She says yes, and they just recently got married. Oh, Cutest ever. How did you meet your spouse? Again, I really don't. I, I did football Work. picks for her, and yeah. I, don't have, I, don't have, I don't have a really good. And I was horrible at it, too. She thought because I was doing sports. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll get the sports guy yeah. to help me. No, I sucked at it. I, I, I never, because that's why I don't ever do well like NCAA tournaments or pick em pools because I overthink everything. But was that uh, her move to date you or was that just how you met? That's how we met. Okay. Like we just started hanging out and uh, after her divorce and then I'm like, all right, well, she's divorced. So why don't we give it at the mandatory time? Right. Why don't, why don't I finally tell her like, you know, we should do more than just pick football games. More than hang out. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, she thought I was gay anyway, so. The nice thing about this story that Jamie's telling us is if that happened today, uh, a little little boy saying, I'm going to marry this girl, they would have him in counseling. They'd have a school resource counselor down on him going, you can't be thinking of things like that. Absolutely. For sure we wouldn't believe him. For sure we'd say there's no, no, you don't stay together forever like that. No, nobody does that anymore. And and there would be people on the, if we talked about it, like my son said this to you can't know what you want. Your brain's still developing. But this story's great. And true. It's wonderful. So, yeah. so we're taking your stories because it's the awe hour. Let's go to Gladstone and talk to Merle on 98.1 KMBZ. Hey, Merle. How you doing, Rick? Doing all right. How'd you meet your spouse? I met her. Well, we went to a special school in Jason, uh, North Dakota. And uh, we used to live a block from each other. Uh, I lived at one end of the block. I she lived at the other end of the block. Okay. And uh, I asked my friend who that was, and uh, she, he said that was Liz, her name was Liz. And uh, I said, well, I told him to introduce. I didn't. I told him you gotta introduce me to her. And after a while, we were we met in probably first grade. You met her in first grade. Oh. And uh, I got. I went to the school and I started playing uh, wheelchair basketball. Then I started wheelchair sprinting. And she said that uh, we, she asked me if I wanted to be a partner. And uh, I said, yes, we were, we, we, we were sprinting partners for, I think, it was five years. And I married her on... In uh, 82, 1982, after Bay Regional High School, we were married up until uh, 2008 when she passed away. And then uh, then after I moved down here to Missouri about two years ago now, and uh, we met... uh, the lady I'm going to marry on the 15th of July here, 
We met in, we also met in high school. Oh, that's fantastic, that's cool. man. I love that. See, it doesn't have to be on a dating site or at a right. bar. It could be wheelchair square dancing. Yes, exactly. That's, that's a great story. Thank you, Merle. Appreciate that. Matter they they were playing wheelchair basketball and he was her wheelchair square dance partner. I'm loving this hour. Thank you. This is putting me in a really you good mood. Mocked me. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Thanks, Merle. Uh, somebody just texted in. I met her in the fourth grade. I married the girl down the street. Married thirty two years of September. Oh, that's cute too. Loving it. I like them when they start as kids. You know, that's really mm-hmm. sweet. That that's out of a movie where you meet as kids and then. And then get married later. Uh, let's go right back to the phones. Talk to Marla in Peculiar. You're on 98.1 KMBZ. Hello. Hi, Marla. Hi. How'd you meet your uh, your husband? Well, I was 10. He was 11. We were sort of neighbors. And uh, we both started liking each other then. And um, we moved. So I lost contact with him until his sister, uh, his sister's wedding. And my sister was his sister's best friend. So we both saw each other at the wedding, and um, then we kind of lost contact again, and we, we, we were both dating other people at that time. Uh, we both broke up with our, our other people, and um, I saw him at the Comets game and just different places. Well, I started going to a bar that he frequented, and um, um, he asked me for, his, for my number, and I told him I was in the book. <laughs> well, you tell him. You want well, me, was, you're going to work for it. <laughs> he was sitting at a table with a bunch of girls, so. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, yeah. you know. you can't, If you're with other women, don't hit on me. Come on now. <laughs> well, it took him two weeks to call. <laughs> that book is thick. I understand that. Yeah, well, yeah, he, yeah. he likes to keep you waiting. Men like that. <laughs> right. Keep we, you guessing. We have a timeline, don't yeah. worry. <laughs> and we've been married for 27 years. Oh. Um, but if you were to get his story, he said when I was a ten and he was eleven, I jumped his bones. <laughs> Thank you for the phone call, Marla. I remember. See, and there, that's that weird age. And I remember there was a girl named Stacy that used to be my neighbor, and she would like. And that was when boys didn't. At least when I was growing up, at nine and ten years old, girls still had cooties at that point, right? And she was further developed along in terms of what and she would jump on boys and she jumped on me and like would hold me down and i didn't know what to do i still really wouldn't know what to do just ask lee i don't really know what to do five seven six seven seven nine eight elvis you're on 98.1 kmbz hello hi elvis you're on the air hey uh so my college roommate convinced me to go with him to his high school his ex-girlfriend from high school's House party, okay. Because he was gonna, he was he was feeling lonely, and he figured it'd be easy. Mm-hmm. So we we got there, and she and I hit it off. Oh, <laughs> and so and so we we relevantly call it to the greatest C block of all time. Yeah, that's a good C block, bro. That's a good one. <laughs> so thir- we've been married for thirteen years now. Oh, good for you. See, wheelchair square dancing, dumpster diving, bar pickups, and C-blocking your buddy in college. This is a Reddit thread that we're playing out in the air right here. <laughs> we really are. You know? Thanks, Elvis. Good story, man. Uh, let's squeeze two more in here before we get to a quick break. And let's talk to Justin and Lee Summit on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Justin. Hey, how you guys doing today? Not too bad. Uh, how, how'd you meet your wife? 
Well, uh, I was deployed to Iraq. Um, it was my third tour, I believe. Wow. And uh, I, uh, I hopped on MySpace, and I was, you know, at the time I was going through a pretty nasty divorce and just looking for somebody to talk to, just a friend. And I, I seen her picture, and I kind of read some of the stuff on her profile. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll, me- I'll message her. So I messaged her, and we talked and talked. And uh, whenever I tra- whenever I got home, uh, I came home on leave, and I actually got to see her. Um, and then I transferred to another duty station, and we kind of lost touch. Well, fast forward to 2011, so five years later, um, and we had talked a couple of times in and out between there. I was in a really bad spot. I had gotten out of the Marine Corps. Um, my second ex-wife had cheated on me, and I was just in a very, very bad uh, mental spot. I, I actually was at the point of almost taking my own life. And I just so happened to reach out to her on another social media website called My Yearbook. And it was like a day or two later, she messaged me back. And, you know, she doesn't know it, but she literally pulled me back from the ledge, um, you know, talking to me and everything like that. I came home from, from school where I was at, and uh, I said, you know, I, we have been together ever since. Uh, I mean, we we haven't left each other's side. Wow, that's how long? You, how long you been married? Uh, we are not married yet, actually. Uh, you said yet, we, by the way. You said yet. Right. Um, well, and it's just one of those things. Like we we had planned our wedding uh, for almost the exact same time my first son was born, and then we said, okay, we've got him. Let's plan the wedding now. And then we had another one. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> things keep popping up uh-huh. in the way. Uh, great story, man. And thank you for your three tours in Iraq. And I'm glad somebody got you. And I'm glad it turned out well. Yeah, glad that you got out of that dark spot, man. That's a great, great story. Do you get time for one more? Do yeah, one more. I'm not yelling at you. The you boss is more? off today. Have at it. That's right. The boss isn't here. That's fantastic. <laughs> Jay's not giving us a dirty look. Jay's so like, go ahead. Let's get Sherry up. Sherry, you get the final word. Final good story here on KMBZ. Go ahead. Uh, my husband and I have been married 53 years. Wow. 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 53 years. Yes, and we uh, met at church youth group. And when we got married, we told everybody that we wanted to have a dozen kids. And my grandma said, uh, well, come back and tell me that again after you have a couple. And so we had 11 biological children, and we've adopted seven through foster care. Holy cow. You had 11 kids? Plus adopted seven more. Wow. Yes. We still have seven in our cash register and five in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sherry, you're an amazing woman. And kind of a saint. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Goodness. All right. Thanks, everybody, for all your good stories. So it was all positive this hour. Um, next hour, we're going to let you rip on the other state. Yeah. There's so. <laughs> two states are going back and forth yes. because one state ripped on the other. Go to our Facebook page. There are some good jokes already. Are there? Good. Yes. Because we've got some. They're not all clean, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And let us know. Pick on whatever neighboring state, whichever direction you want to go. If you want to have the border battle between Kansas City and I'm sorry, between Kansas and Missouri, give us your jokes on our uh, Facebook page. The story is there. Coming up, 10 things the iPhone has made obsolete. Because it's 10 now, right? Yep, the iPhone 10 years, is, yeah. You and I are both Android people. Well, yeah, I'm never going to be an iPhone I don't think guy. I am either. But we'll tell you what, the iPhone, along with other smartphones, have made obsolete. How many of these do you actually use anymore, or is it all on your phone? We'll do that next on 98.1 KMBZ.
98.1 KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket. It is 11.49. Don't forget about our hard-hitting Twitter and text poll we have going on right now. Dr. Pepper or root beer? Very hard-hitting poll question. If you are a fan of uh, either, vote now via text or on Twitter at KMBZ Radio. Uh, and on text, you can either text the word pepper to 22980 or root to 22980. And we will update it for you right now. It is 5248. Oh, the gap is closing. Dr. Pepper on the text poll and on Twitter, let me scroll down here, it is 5842, Dr. Pepper. So the youth of America <laughs> who's on Twitter, follow us and vote at KMBZ Radio. Jamie just thinks old people text. I didn't say that. That's how a bunch of people took it. That's how it sounded. That's how you're choosing to hear what I said. <laughs> That's a pretty common problem around here. I'm used to that. Uh, but vote. We'll uh, keep you updated again. Text Pepper to 22980 or Root to 22980 and vote on Twitter as well at KMBZ Radio. Uh, yesterday, the iPhone turned 10. And of course, I mean, do you remember life before smartphones? Yes. It's hard to imagine. I'm old enough, yes, to remember life before smartphones. <laughs> it's hard to imagine what we did before smartphones, isn't it? I was kind of late to the party on the smartphone. How were you? I'm not I'm not quick on change when it comes to technology. And so <laughs> I don't but I don't remember the phone that I had before I had a smartphone. I don't I don't remember what that and that wasn't horribly long ago. Um but yeah. Then, then I got the smartphone, and then I didn't really know how to do anything with it. Now I'm on my second one, and they keep getting bigger. My smartphones keep getting do you, larger. Do you like them? Do you, do you like no. that they're getting bigger? I'm about to say something, and I, and I know what I'm about to say. Roll on this. I'm, I'm well aware of what's about to happen. But um, I would rather me be able to get my hand around it. I have small hands. Yes. This is difficult. <laughs> this is not. It doesn't fit in my pocket. Without falling out because it's too long. Okay. And my hands are too small. I can't. It doesn't I, transport just well. Keep yeah, just, just keep rolling. Just keep rolling. Just keep rolling, Jay. Yeah. Um, it also, I cannot hold it and use it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? My hands are too small oh, and you, the phone is too big that I can't hold it and are, text on the same at the same time. Are you sure this isn't a Dana-ism? Right. It's going down no, that this road. Is this is me. I knew, But the difference is I knew what I was doing. But she doesn't you, usually. You can't thumb your way through this. No, I can't. I have to hold it in one hand and operate it with the other. What, you don't just use both thumbs? You know, like hold it in both hands? That still just... requires both hands. I want to just be able to... Well, need you, one hand for the whole thing. Like a remote control? Yes. Gotcha. With my old phone, I could do that. This is too large. Got, oh, well. First sorry. world problem right Real, there. I mean, that's we'll your first that world later. Friday problem yeah. coming up at 1 o'clock. Well, here are 10 things as the iPhone turned 10 yesterday. And again, I mean, you and I are both, both droid users, yes. but it's kind of the proud, same thing. Proud. Proud droid users. users. Say, I have a guy, Samsung, what do I have? An S7. Not the Note. I had the Note 4. That was one of my favorite phones I ever had. S6, I think. S6? Yeah. Is that what you have? Lee has the same phone. As you. Uh, the calculator. Do you ever use a calculator yes, anymore? Yes, because I budget all the time, and I use it on here. On your phone. Yes. But the actual calculator. No. no. That's annoying. These buttons are faster. I don't even know if I have one. I have one. Did you ever have to get, well, I don't know if this was your generation, but we had to learn how to use a graphing calculator. You and I are this almost the same generation. What are you talking but about, did you my have generation? To, when you were in high school, did you have yes. to use a graphing calculator? Yes, we had to. We had to buy the TI-80. Expensive. Yeah, they yeah, were. Like 80 bucks or something for those. Yeah, that was that was always fun to come home from the first day of math class and tell your mom and dad, yeah. I have to buy an $80 calculator. But I was in the age a little bit where they started to let us use calculators for basic math. Mm -hmm. That was a big deal when they didn't force, they, they didn't feel like we weren't learning something if we didn't just use a calculator, so mm -hmm. they would let us use that. Uh, how about this? The desktop computer. 
I mean, we use one in here in the studio, yeah. but I don't have one at home that works. I do. I have do two you, at home. Do you use um, it? Yeah, because I do a lot of work from home. That's and true. so that's part of it. Your other but, job. Uh, and for this job, mm-hmm. I do a lot of this at home. Um, but I use, I was saying this morning, I used to, I have a tablet. I have a Surface RT, a really nice tablet that I got in part because I don't have cable. And so it's a way for me to watch TV anywhere in the house. I can just bring, take Netflix everywhere with me. And I used to take that on vacation a lot as just another way to entertain myself. I don't need that anymore. My f- stupid phone is big enough now that the screen is large enough that I don't need the tablet. So Yeah, right. You can watch whatever you want. Yeah, it is replaced for me. Um, I no longer print boarding passes or any kind oh, of... Oh, yeah. Because uh, you can have that texted to you. Um, let's see on the list? Encyclopedias. Oh, yeah, that's internet. I opened up an encyclopedia just because I saw one. <laughs> it wasn't because I knew. Curious I was like, to know what that thing was. What in the hell? This is a world book. I haven't seen this in forever. Yeah. Uh, flashlights. Do you still use? Do you have a flashlight that you use, or do you go to the one on the phone? I think my phone has one. I don't know how to. I don't have it in the thing on my phone. Give so me. A, I don't need that. Me, bad. I'll show. Sorry. Right. I can show you. Um, personal calendar. Oh yeah. Like, you have a date book anymore? You carry no, around a but planner? But I used to, and in fact, I just changed that recently. Um, like in the last year or two, I used to buy one every year. Oh, partly just to mark stuff I wanted to remember, mm-hmm. like dates that things happened. I and I keep them all. I've got twelve or fifteen of them at home. Uh, radios. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know we work, radio. we work in radio, but most people either listen in their cars, and many of you listen online, whether it's an app or whatever. Or I mean, I don't have I. I think we actually just got a radio as a wedding gift. I do have a radio in my kitchen because sometimes I'll listen to Dana and Parks in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Because after a while, I also just run into battery issues. You don't want to sure. run your phone 24 hours a day. Yeah. And so, or I need to be doing something else on my phone while I listen to the radio. Exactly. Usually that's the problem. Yeah. I, but most, like, how weird is it? Lee and I, two people who work in radio, we didn't have a radio. Mm-hmm. Like one time her station went off the air and she had to yeah, listen no while idea. the engineers were working on it. Uh-huh. She had to go to the car. And wow. it, was poor. it was like during a massive storm that knocked them off the air. Look at we live in tornado land. You need a radio, right? Battery operated for tornado weather. We we well, we don't have a battery operated one. You need one, but I have this. You need a weather radio because most smartphones have a, a chip in them yeah. with an FM tuner, so you can actually, without using your data, mm-hmm. you can listen to KMBZ on your phone without using it. Like bare, like it uses a minimal amount of data if you have that program. Uh, also, the iPhone made newspapers obsolete. That is not just the fault of the iPhone. That is the fault of the internet. Newspapers, yeah. and with all of our friends at the KC Star and every newspaper, it's a dying medium. Mm-hmm. It really is. It has replaced for a lot of people the need for checks because now you can just take pictures of checks. It has replaced almost all banking. Oh, yeah. With the exception of getting actual cash, you now can do all of your banking on an app. Take a picture of the check, deposit it via scanning the picture and a lot of places have the the tap you know with the right. i i'm not quite i'm a pretty tech savvy guy mm-hmm. but i'm not sure how i feel about tapping my phone on the thingy at the register and be like yeah. all right we're, we're good right <laughs> but it is at the point where when i'm at home and i need to do something online it would probably be more fun to get on my laptop at home but i just use my phone it's, it's just as easy anymore uh i know that a lot of our uh, listeners may take pictures but the camera i mean yeah. when, when i i asked for a camera three years ago for christmas mm-hmm. when lee and i went on our first big vacation together i used it then i haven't used it 
anymore because I was like, I want one that I can email pictures from. And you could get on Wi-Fi at the resort I was at. Yep. I have barely used that thing since because my phone takes better pictures than the camera. My issue is just space and battery again. Yeah. And so I keep a digital, a very small, not expensive digital camera with me on big trips just as a backup because my battery will go down. A couple other things real quick. What is the iPhone made obsolete? The iPod. I mean, oh, yeah. who has an Absolutely. iPod? Your phone already can, if yep. you have a big enough storage, you know, totally. memory storage, you don't have to ha- carry that thing around anymore. Or use Pandora or use Amazon Music or something. Yeah, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, the alarm clock. Do you have an alarm clock? Yes, because I get up at way before, way before dawn. So you have several so clocks? I, have several, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. We have an alarm clock, but we never use it. It's just phones. And finally, the last thing, a watch. You wearing a watch right now? Only when I fly. Okay. Because I turn my phone off, and if I'm changing time zones, I wear a watch when I fly. Gotcha. I've, I haven't worn a watch in forever because I've always had a phone. It gets in the way when I try to type. Right? I'll exactly. Like I'll scratch it or exactly. something like that. We'll get you what's trending coming up at noon, and then it's the border war. You can pick on your neighboring state. We want your jokes. Go to our Facebook page and text them in. Don't forget about our text poll right now, Root Beer versus Dr. Pepper. Text Pepper or Root to 22980. Jamie, what do you think we're at with over 300 votes? I'm going to guess Dr. Pepper, 55-45. What do you see on that screen? 50-50. The run on root beer. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.